Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday, the end of the week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear and we put them on the air for you to talk to. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, down with a cold today, but still broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. It's December 6th. 2013, and today we're going to be talking with two great talents. At 2.05 Eastern, Mindy Smith will return to Music Friday and play cuts from her new Christmas album, Snowed In. This is going to be a real treat. And at 2.30 Eastern, the ever-resourceful and creative Jason Vanderford will join us, along with R.T. Goodrich, the drummer on Jason's latest music project, Junk Parlor. This is going to be even more fun. Well, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you, so call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions and comments to musicfridaylive, don't forget the live, at gmail.com. Or you can log into our chat room. My goodness, we already have people in the chat room. You can log into the chat room if you're a Blog Talk Radio listener, or hit us on Twitter. We're at Music Friday Live, and don't forget the hashtag Music Friday. Okay, that's the, we'll give you those numbers once more, 347-215-7511, or email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. If you know of a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday, tell us. Go to our website. That's musicfridaynationbuilder.com, musicfridaynationbuilder.com. Click on the Your Choice tab. It's right up there on the right, on the top, and put their name in the nomination form. It'll take you about 30 seconds, and you can put a band that you've discovered or that you know or even that you play in on the air. And while you're there, take a look around. Read the reviews, check out the band bios, comment on the blog. So that's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Okay, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we might just have a little surprise for you. So don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. 
And I'm back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan, your host on Music Friday. And don't forget now, you can, you can talk to our guest. You can call in at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email us, and that email address is Music Friday Live. Don't forget the live. Music Friday Live at gmail.com. Well, we have a caller on the line, and uh, oh my goodness, we have several callers on the line. So I'm going to hold right there. But right now, I <laughs> and and our caller on the line is having fun too. All right, okay. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, just remind everybody that we are brought to you by Solar City. Solar City is the number one provider of solar energy to um, to Americans around the country in their homes and their business. And later on in the program, I'm going to tell you how you can get solar added to your home or your business for no money down, for no money down, and with a $250 discount. So have your your pencils and papers ready a little later on in the show, and we'll tell you how to do that. I get a lot of albums, Christmas albums sent to me at this time of year. People like me who host music shows have to decide actually if we're going to do a Christmas album. We get requests from agents, artists, labels, various people to feature this or that album of songs. You know, the same songs that we all endure in shopping malls and now even from gas pumps that have uh, video screens. So I had just about decided to skip Christmas music this year when I heard that Mindy Smith had released a five-song Christmas EP called Snowed In. Now, Mindy was on Music Friday last year, last August, and she deeply impressed me with her songwriting, her voice, and her strong, faith-filled heart that shines through every word of her music. So I gave it a listen. I was sold immediately. Before the title song ended, I was sold. Not only did the EP bring back memories of last year's interview, but when, by the time I finished listening to it, it brought back memories of my childhood in Texas, joyful chaos with my extended family in California, and soft, sweet, contented holidays with just my wife and dog in the Redwoods. Mindy can do that. She can reach into your deepest self, and she can conjure forth the happiness, the solitude, the love from your life while she spills out her own. I'm delighted that Mindy found time to talk with us again on Music Friday and that her music convinced me to not skip Christmas this year. Mindy, welcome back to Music Friday. Oh, thank you for having me. Mindy, uh, your fans are already sending emails, um, but before we turn to them, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, You were in a room in Nashville in August in the middle of a heat wave when you wrote the lines, Playing records, spinning our favorite songs, warm by the fire, how can we go wrong? Well, I can understand <laughs> thoughts of snow, but, but where did that come from? What part of you reached out to find that essential truth while you were cranking up the air conditioner? I, I, honestly, it was wishful thinking. I'm, truthfully, I'm not a fan of summer. So I sort of put myself in a pretend uh, winter environment, if you will, and you know what? What is what is more comforting than a than a warm fire when it's uh, you know thirty degrees outside? <laughs> <laughs> I was wish you know I mean it's one of those things that you really do you have to sort of trick yourself a little bit in order to to get to that mind. 
<laughs> well, you, you, you certainly hit it right. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the title track, Snowed In, and, and the other new song in this album, Tomorrow's Christmas Day, really zero in on what's important, uh, which, is, which is something you're always able to do in your songwriting. So, so I want to give our listeners just a, a little taste of uh, Snowed In, and then we can talk about how you do that. All I could think to put on my list this Christmas Is you and I snowing just us Playing our records, spinning our favorite songs Warm by the fire, how could we go wrong? Watching the lights on the tree as the colors change, the colors change. The presents it gets for me having you all day. All Mindy, that. Like I said, you have um, an ability to zero in on, on what's really important in life. And uh, there's a line, two lines in there that, that, that really brought that home. Turn off the phone, the TV, and settle in. Turn off the rest of the world, everything. Um, were you having trouble with too much world distracting you when you wrote that? Well, you know, I'm, I, I, I think I may have some... Uh, ADD, uh, and so when I get overstimulated by the world, I I tend to you know want to just shut down and and close it all out. Actually, I'm pretty good at that. It's when you're around others that are, that have a little bit more of a uh, difficult time with turning their phone off and and just kind of being quiet. And so I think it was just sort of um, you know just a, a a way to sort of convey that. The time we have together can be precious and needs to be, you know, enjoyed. Well, I think that's a very important message for the, for uh, the Christmas time, for for any holiday, because that uh, uh, otherwise we do get lost in distractions. Um, um, I want to p- play a, a, another um, another piece, another cut from from this album that also I think zeroes in on on a truth. Um, And this is uh, Tomorrow is Christmas Day.
last time you and I talked, uh, you were getting ready for a concert in Boise, Idaho, and we played cuts from Walking on My Grave and uh, Cure for Love. And when I listened to Tomorrow is Christmas Day and to Snowed In, uh, I sense a different Mindy, and, and not just because it's about Christmas. You seem freer and more playful, more outer-directed. Has something changed this past year that has really influenced this album? Um, yeah, I think, you know, life it can, different times in life, and I, I'm in a much better mood. <laughs> you know, there's times in life that, you know, things are, you know, surprisingly um, calm and, and, and I'm in a good place, and then there are other times. I and mean, that's just how I, I write, typically. I mean, I'm, I would say that, you know, if, if I, there's a sense of calm in my life, then I tend to write about, about that. And if there's a sense of turmoil, then I tend to write about that. It's, uh, it's always, I'm always somewhat exposed to uh, those elements, if you will. Do, do, you, uh, do you recognize how that changes your voice? You, you must. <laughs> I don't. I, I guess. I mean, it's sort of like when you're, you know, you're speaking to somebody, and you know, sort of like they're, even though you don't see their face, that sounds like they're smiling. And maybe that's, maybe that's what you're picking up on. Um, but I, you know, there's, there's days in the studio where I'm just having a rough time, and those are the days I sh- usually sing the the rough songs. <laughs> and then usually when I'm feeling pretty pretty up, and you know, I try to I try to have a smile on my face when I'm singing. It really does matter how you feel. Um, you know, in, in the arts and, and trying to convey an emotion and, and making sure that it's truthful and honest. So I, I, I think there's some truth to that for sure. Well, it's, it, I, can, I can certainly hear it. And I've been listening to this album all, all week, usually with earphones on, and I can certainly hear it. And also listening to your other songs. And, and it struck me that uh, this must have been a really good day, despite the heat wave and the air conditioning. Um, now you've said that that this was kind of a risky project doing a holiday album um that it made you vulnerable why would why would that be I think you know there's there's so many things attached to you know something like Christmas and the season and traditions and people love things to be very familiar they it's it's tough for them to wrap their head around something new, especially a Christmas song or you know a new meal at their table or everybody has tradition and and to introduce something that you you hope people will invite into the into that life uh it's a little it's it's scary because you put everything i put everything i have into my music i mean maybe to my own you know detriment but i i have to do everything you know that i so that i feel good about listening back to it if, if, if need be like what we're doing now um, so I think, <laughs> you know, I think, uh, it's, it's risky because you're banking that people want to hear something new when they're so, you know, set on traditions and sentiments. Well, you, you've, you've balanced it nicely. You gave us two new songs and then you gave us, uh, three traditional songs. And, and I want to say, I, I, I'm not a Christian, but I respect and, and I celebrate the, the real meaning of Christmas, the birth of uh, Christ. And I'm really saddened that our society has allowed it to become kind of an orgy of consumerism. So I appreciate very much 
that you uh, you included two traditional religious songs, especially this one. And I want to play a little bit of it, and then perhaps you can explain how you can sit in a room in August in Nashville and produce a song like this. song that is inherently beautiful but has been loaded on with all sorts of pretenses and played a million times in Muzak and in shopping malls to the point where most people tune it out and you brought it down to its essential stripped down message and stripped down beauty. Was that easy to do or did you really have to work on that? Um. No, it wasn't. It wasn't difficult to do because it's such a, uh, a, a organic song, and it's to me it's a lullaby, and it should be lulling. It shouldn't be, you know, jingles, and you know, to me it's it really needs to be about the message that you know, infants, even if you like you you know, even if you are a Christian or even if you know what where wherever your stance and your journey is, it's about you know the innocence of a child and it's so valid and important not doesn't need to be tampered with too much you know well i i think you you hit it exactly right <laughs> uh and it, it and, and particularly with the 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 lullaby part of that i think that uh all the various versions of that that have been done skip the fact that it's essentially a, a lullaby and uh I think right I'm, i think I'm a lot really... of people want to showcase their take on it and instead of uh, reverting back to its intention, and I think it's really important to sort of find it, you know, try to find the balance. Well, you, you found it. Um, and we've been we've been talking uh, we've been talking about your album, and we should tell people where they can get it before we get too far into this. So, so the album is snowed in, and uh, where would you like people to go to to get a copy of it? Well, ideally. Uh, to my website, mindysmithmusic.com, there's many um, options there. You can get uh, different links, and uh, we do have some hard copy uh, discs um, still available <laughs> for the for the time. And uh, it's it's uh, also email list that's where we let people know every whatever we're doing and and stuff like that. But we've got Facebook, all that social network stuff um, that I. I personally do spend time on and, and try to interact with people. So uh, those are great places to go. 
Okay, I, and I recommend that. If you're going to buy any Christmas music this season, this is the album to get snowed in by Mindy Smith. Okay, well, the, the email is flowing in, so I want to turn to it. And before, you were in, before we were even on the air, we got a message from George, and George wants to know, what would your ultimate dream tour band be for live shows? I honestly, I would love to do. Uh, hi, George. I would love to do a uh, <laughs> a jazz tour with a with a full jazz band. To me, would be like a dream come true. That would be something I would uh, just bite at the bit to do, if you will. Uh, so, I love jazz, and I love listening to all the intricate. Uh, instrumentals and and finding great great fun in it. Okay, um, Randy in San Francisco wants to know when do we get to see you live in the West Coast? Well, I, I, that is a very good question. I, I let me uh, have to get back to them on that. That's uh, hopefully soon, early uh, next uh, spring. Hopefully, we'll, we're looking to do something. We'll see. Um, I'm, I'm so bad about keeping up with stuff like my calendar, which kind of, <laughs> I mean, we don't have anything booked because we are going to um, maybe start working on a, another full-length album this coming year. So. Okay. Well, I, I should tell you that, that Marsha in L.A. has the, uh, this, the same question. She says, uh, there are lots of places in Los Angeles that, that your music would be perfect in. Please come to the West Coast. So I will make it a point to come to the West Coast. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. And I'll be there, too. Um, Peter in Oakland. We've got a lot of West Coast here. Peter in Oakland wants to know, um, how has your upbringing as a pastor's daughter influenced your music? Oh, well, I, you know, not, not only just because my dad was a minister, but my, my mother was also a choir director. And music was nonstop in our home. We had, you know, in the 70s, believe it or not, I grew up during the 70s, we had speakers sort of throughout the house, which nowadays is super common, but I don't, I don't think a lot of people had speakers, you know, wired through their house like, like we did, and um, records and even eight tracks uh, <laughs> constantly in, in motion and, and, and the Smith household growing up. So I... I would say all around just having um, the joy of music and knowing what the joy of music is, even through trial and tribulation. And I struggled a lot with, you know, teachers, you know, encouraging me with my music. And so I was, that was very important that I had that structure at home with music. Absolutely. Did you, did you sing in a choir? I sang in the choir, yes. I was an alto. I was an alto. I love to sing harmony. That's my that's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't surprise me that you were an alto, um, and it doesn't surprise me that that was your guilty pleasure either. <laughs> um, <laughs> Simone in New York City wants to know: Do you ever play just fun rock and roll? Um, I'm sort of rhythmically challenged. Um, if I was cool enough to play just rock and roll. I'd be all over it. I always wish that I was cool like that, but that's sort of not where my um, strengths lie, if you will. <laughs> I tend to feel like uh, I, uh, just, I, I tend to feel like it's like me trying to ask me to dance. You know, this doesn't look right. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, right. Okay, I got it. All right. Um, now, here's an interesting, very interesting question from Alexis in New Orleans. And, and Alexis says, the picture on your Christmas album is not very Christmassy. In fact, it makes you look really serious. Why did you select that picture instead of a happy Christmas picture? I am very serious. I'm a very serious person. I think it was just uh, just a feel. We we worked with a, an awesome photographer, uh, Fairlight Hubbard, and spent some time in, in her studio doing photos, and um, that's the one that we all agreed on and felt good about putting plastering all over, uh, you know, wherever we can plaster it. So, <laughs> um, I'm I, sorry if it comes off grumpy, but uh, it isn't. It's just mysterious. If you will. Mysterious. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I, I, I prefer mysterious. <laughs> okay. All right. You hear that, Alexis? It's not serious. It's mysterious. Yeah. Um, and I should say that there, your efforts to plaster it all over, at least through Google Ads, have been pretty good because I've been, you know, researching and being and and on your uh, your website quite a bit this week. And now every website that I uh. open up, I have your picture looking at me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know whether to uh, apologize or... <laughs> no, 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 don't, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't apologize kind of at all. Uh, we've got uh, some really neat uh, people working with us on this, and um, we've been, you know, this is mom and pop shop over here. We're just, you know, now that I'm independent, so we're trying new um, strategies and and things like that. So it's good to know that it's out there. Oh, it's it's definitely out there. I, I I see the album cover at least ten times a day. So, so it's out there. And, which brings up an interesting question. Um, your last album, uh, the Essential Min- Mindy Smith, I, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, was distributed by Vanguard. But this yeah. album is independence. Um, are are you still working with Vanguard, or does it matter? Actually, no. Uh, I haven't worked with Vanguard since. Um, after Stupid Love, my last record um, that I put out on Giant Leap TVX Records um, was called Mindy Smith, Mindy Smith. Very, very, uh, very, very prolific title there. Um, but, yeah, then Vanguard um, also released The Essentials. Kind of, it could have interfered, but I have a really good relationship with them, and, and we worked around, we worked around all of it, and, and so... Yeah, it's out there, and they're they're pretty good good about it. I mean, but I'm not with um, Vanguard anymore, no. Okay. Well, along those lines, uh, Sylvia in Los Angeles uh, wants to know, do you have a team or a regular band, and does your label publish other artists? Uh, No, we we, we do have a team. We have a – there's about – well, we have the immediate group of people working here, which is just my manager, Heather Moody, and um, our, our other colleague, Jen Burleson, who handles a lot of stuff, like the day-to-day stuff. Um, and then we have other people sort of outsourced publicity and people I've known for years that are also on the team and, and new people that we're getting to know. And and so it's it's sort of, you know, we live in a, in a world now with music that you do have to sort of find different avenues and cultivate different concepts and you know and, and bring people in that are specialists in their field and hope that it all sort of just comes together um 
I, I hope that was a question that, answer, oh, that I meant to answer. Uh, I, I think you did. Um, well, we are getting close to being out of time, but uh, I can't let you go without noting, first of all, that I think you and I share a Christmas tradition, and that's sticky buns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Every, every year growing up, it was, you know, we, we made moms would make them the night before, and then in the morning we would go jump on their bed. And dad and, uh, and dad and mom would um, make us wait till they make they t- kind of teased us a little bit, made us wait till they made the coffee. The sticky buns were in the oven, and then we had to wait until they were ready to go downstairs and hand out the presents. But uh, that that is it's very um, very special to me, something like that. Well, so. will there will there be sticky buns this Christmas at the Smith household? Maybe not so much sticky buns, but I'll probably get one of those pop pack packets that you get that you pop that scares you when you open them and um, make just some cinnamon rolls. It'll that'll do just fine. Okay. Well, well, the other pressing question is: when you made sticky buns, did you put pecans on them? No. Mm-mm. None of no. the kids in my family would have anything to do with something like pecans on their food. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't mind it so much, but no, nobody, nobody. My, my household care much for nuts in, in anything. I like okay. nuts, but I am nuts. <laughs> that makes sense. That does make sense. All right. Well, there we there we we uh, we diverge because we 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 put uh, pecans on the on on our sticky buns, uh, but. Um, I wanted to point out to our audience, note to our audience also, that you've got an appearance coming up, I believe, at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville on December 14th. You're going to be there with uh, Mary Lou Harris and Rodney uh, Kroll. Um, yeah, Emmy, uh, Emmy Lou. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to be in the Ryman Auditorium, and that's kind of a, a, a hallowed place. Are you excited? I love playing the Ryman. It's it, one, not only just legendary shows, but it is a great it has such a, an awesome acoustic sound that you cannot recreate anywhere else. It is, it is a special, special place. Well, I want to I remind that. all of our audience that if you are anywhere near the Grand Ole Opry on December 14th, you should uh, try and get a ticket. I'm sure it's going to be sold out soon, but uh, you get an opportunity to see three fabulous singers, and, and, and especially the one we're talking to right now. So that's the Grand Ole Opry on December 14th at the Ryman Auditorium. And once more, uh, Mindy, let's, let's remind everybody that the, the album is snowed in, and they can get it at your website. Want to tell them your website again? MindySmithMusic.com. MindySmithMusic.com, and you can get a download version um, on Amazon or at iTunes, or you can get the uh, you can order direct and get the uh, the hard copy version. And I think it, uh, that it's appropriate that we end the interview with the last song on the EP, "All Dang Zine, done magnificently as only you can do it. Thank so much for, for being on the air with us today, Mindy. Thank you. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. And remember, if you only buy one holiday album this year, make it snowed in. Go to www.mindysmithmusic.com, order the EP directly, or download the song. Now, here is All Dang Zine.
And we're back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan at Music Friday. Music, and don't forget, that's Music Friday Live at gmail.com, or you can call us at 347-215-7511. 347-215-7511. We, we're going to take a, um, a, a couple of seconds now to uh, remind you about our great sponsor. And uh, when we, when we uh, come back, we're Jason Vanderford and his new project, The Junk Parlor, is going to be ready. So, um, and, and also, please forgive me, I do have a cold. I'm doing my best. If you, ever, if you hear a, a slight stop in my conversation, it's because I'm suppressing a sneeze, all right? All right. Now, about our sponsors, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people, a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar power because of the upfront costs. Well, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out. They'll install a solar system on your home for free, and you only pay for the power that you use, just like you do when the utility company gives you the power, except you have a lower monthly cost because the sun is making as much as half of your electricity. Solar City pays for the system. It ensures the system and it maintains the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now remember at the beginning of the program, I told you how you could get solar power for your home and have a piece of uh, paper and a pencil ready, and, and here's the number. It's 909 618 6937. That's 909-618-6937. And that will ring on the desk of Tina. And Tina will work with you to bring a team out to your house to find the best place to put the, the solar panels and also the right size system of your house. And if you tell her I sent you, Patrick sent you, you'll get a $250 deduction on your first energy bill. $250 deduction on your first energy bill. So that's 909-618-6937. Oh, and also, if you hear that your state's legislature is considering a bill written by the secret organization, ALEC, to fine you for installing solar because they're being paid off by the coal and oil companies who want your money, Call your governor and say, no way. It's your sunlight, it's your home, it's your money, and your vote. We want to keep sunlight free. Okay, enough politics. Let's go back to music. Jason Vanderford has a strange and creative mind, at least when it comes to music. He brings together people and genres and sounds and wild and wonderful mixes that normal musicians just might not ever think of. His latest project is Junk Parlor, a gypsy, jazz, rock, cajon, uh, uh, Cajun, and much more kind of band. For Junk Parlor, he has brought together Jimmy Grant on lead guitar, R.T. Goodrich on drums, and Tim Bush on the fretless bass. And to this mix, he adds his own vocals, the banjo and rhythm guitar. Now, his songs are a rocket ride through a musical equivalent of Disneyland, but the lyrics tell some pretty interesting and serious stories. In, in his new album, Wild Tones, he makes your feet tap and your face smile, but it also demands that you listen closely because there are some cautionary tales in there and some lessons to be learned. It's not all fun and games. It just sounds like it. Well, with us today is Jason Vanderfort, and he's joined by drummer R.T. Goodrich. Gentlemen, welcome to Music Friday. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. 
Good morning. Of course, you're, since you're saying good morning, that means you must be in California, or at least the West Coast. Yeah, we are. We're in Fairfax. <laughs> okay. For those of you who are not in California, uh, Fairfax is a small town that time forgot. It's just north of the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, and it still thinks it's in 1965, and everybody's happy about that, at least in Fairfax. And don't confuse it with the Fairfax neighborhood in Los Angeles, all right? Uh, do I have it about right? Fairfax is the, the, the village that time forgot? Well, absolutely. You've seen the bumper sticker that says Mayberry on acid. That's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, before we go any farther in that direction, Jason, let's uh, kind of pull back to music. And uh, let me ask you, what prompted you to create Junk Parlor, and what did you have in mind when you put it together? What were you looking to do? Well, Junk Parlor, um, junk parlor was an accident. Um, it was something I came up with 15 years ago, and I just kind of put it on the back burner and said, you know what, someday this will be my life project. This will be the one. It's going to be called Junk Parlor, and it will come to me. And uh, for years and years, I just played with other bands and accompanied many, 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 some of the best musicians around. And, and then uh, this last summer, uh, it just all came together by accident. My uncle Tim plays bass, and he asked me to come play up at his wine bar. And I did so with Jimmy, and suddenly he was playing bass with us, and we were jamming, and then RT showed up, and we became friends, and RT wanted to book the band. I said, well, this isn't even a band. This is a jam. And I said, well, let's make the band then, because RT starts booking, literally starts booking us. And I said, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't completely intentional. It was, uh, you know, I thought of it before, but it didn't, it, it happened to us. I'll just say that. <laughs> well, well, RT, since since you've been dragged into this conversation, uh, where have you booked the band? What well, where can uh, my audience see you live? Oh gosh, um, well, uh, down in the LA area, we're playing the second week of February. Uh, we'll be, let's see, um, we've got a tentative on Thursday the 13th at the Unurban Cafe in Santa Monica, but that's not confirmed. Friday we're open. We're going to be at the Press Club in Claremont on the uh, 15th of February and Azovino on Sunday the 16th. Okay, the that's listeners a... up here will be at the Throckmorton Theater on New Year's Eve with Danny Click. Ooh, that, that's going to be fun. Uh, that's going to be lots of fun. Well, before we, before we, uh, we, we confuse our audience any further, I think that uh, we should give them a sample of, the, of your music because uh, there's there's no better way to describe what you do than to let people listen to what you do. So, so I want to play a little bit about uh, a little bit from Vampires Never Die. All right.
so much fun. That is so much fun. And uh, uh, where did the concept for a song about the eternal life of vampires come from? <laughs> the concept, well, you know, this song is not really about vampires. Um, it's about that feeling you get when you're when you're when you're going out at night, and then the switch gets flipped when you go from oh god, you know it's eleven o'clock, I should probably be getting home soon. I got to wake up in the morning. And then the switch gets flipped where you let it all go and you go, you know what? I don't care how late I stay up tonight. It doesn't matter. This night is mine. This night is ours. We're going to be up all night long if it takes. I will watch the sunrise. And you have so much energy from the excitement of whatever you're doing. And that's the, the idea of vampires never die. Well, it seems to work. Uh, and, and I'm surprised to hear that, that as a musician you would think about going to bed at 11 o'clock. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's what happens when you live in Mayberry on acid, huh? Um, <laughs> I could also think of a, you know, maybe it'll get picked up by a television show. I, I can think of a couple of TV shows that are full of vampires that could use some of that kind of energy. So we'll see on, on that one because it, does, it certainly has a lot of energy and uh, it's also good dance music, too. Now, let, let's... Uh, turn to something a little more serious possibly. Not everything the band uh, does is just for fun. Now this is the title track and I want everybody out there to listen really carefully to the words on this. She shows up every time You try and look away Her wild eyes are kind When no one understands You feel her in your phone And gush And some pretty powerful images. I mean, the lines like, you try and look away, her wild eyes are kind, and when the party lights are far away, the fireflies are the only ones that know, and you toss and turn alone, your mind won't let it go. That's kind of tough stuff. What's going on in there? I, you know, music is, to me, it's kind of like a big collage, literally. The whole process of writing a song is a collage to me. And you want to tell a story, and you want to tell a story with all these experiences you've had, these images that have popped up in your mind over the years, or these feelings. And in this song, I wanted to create this aching feeling. And it's, when you indulge in, in, the, in, this, in this taboo of this person who's wanting to be with you, your mind just explodes into this dreamland. But then you have to come back, and then you're just aching because life is mundane or maybe your relationship that you're currently in is not what you want it to be, and you just want to escape and run off to this dreamland with this person who's sitting there looking at you all the time. 
Well, it, it, it's uh, like I say, it, it's uh, tough stuff, and uh, I was I listened to it several times because I really wanted to get through. I really wanted to, to make sure I was uh, catching all of that, and that's not the only one that would you got very very thoughtful uh, lyrics in in there. I'd like to to play another. Uh, this is uh, from Strange Man, and, and again, I want I want everybody out there to listen very very closely to the lyrics here. Became you and me. That's uh, is that from your own experience? Yeah, um, it's just a relationship song. You know, it uh, as we all know, all of us who have been in relationships or married. You know, there's so many facets of a single relationship, and from one minute to the next, it's beautiful, and then it's it's, it's irritated, and then it's angry, and then it's sexy, and that song is kind of like talking about all those different feelings, you know, mixed in with a little bit of a Fast Waller, Leonard Cohen kind of esh. That was my goal. Or that was my how I put that collage together. <laughs> um, which brings up an interesting question. What comes first, the, the lyrics or the music? Um, I think the, the lyrics do for me because once I get a lyric going or an idea, uh, and then I and then I sculpt the music to the lyric, uh, to the to the to the emotion of the lyric. I, you know, the music is so in so many. You can, what colors do you want to use to paint this emotion? Is how I approach it, you know. And I just kind of sift through my mind and my songs and maybe riffs that I've recorded and 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 kept, you know, my ideas. And I'll sift through those to find out which one closely resembles what I'm trying to say, so that the music encompasses the lyrics and the emotion exactly as much as I possibly can. So I would say the lyrics come first. When you 
when you write those lyrics and then you begin to assemble uh, the music, uh, and maybe RT, you can you can come in on, on this too. Uh, do each of you contribute ideas on the music, or do you walk in with an idea and, and uh, try to get everybody to, to to contribute to it? Yeah, he he brings us a, a song pretty completely crafted, but he he's always open for our interpretation, which is cool because our bass player, Tim, is really creative with different kinds of rhythm, vibes, and feels. And so uh, Jason brings a song that's got a pretty basic idea already in place, and then we just go with it. And it evolves and changes as we're we're going along. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we all kind of contribute, but the songs are pretty well crafted by the time we get to them. And he's an extremely prolific songwriter. He, He brings new stuff every week, which is exciting. Uh, that must be a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, okay, we like to rehearse, so that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that particular song, you know, we've all been there. A relationship that that is inconsistent, that ricochets from lover to stranger, and and uh, you don't know why. And uh, you guys really, really nailed it there. So. Um, I have to congratulate you on that one. We're getting some emails in. Um, Rhonda in Denver wants to know, what exactly is Gypsy Rock? (laughs) Oh, Gypsy Rock, you know. Good luck. I don't know. You know, to me, it's just music. People always want to know what you're playing. When you use the word gypsy, people's eyes light up. In America, people will just go, oh, wow, that's romantic. It is gypsy jazz influence completely because... That's what I've been specializing in for the last 10 years. And Jimmy Grant is a gypsy jazz guitar player. Um, But gypsy rock is just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, you know. It's like, it's uh, it's made up. (laughs) A lot of minor stuff, I guess. Flat nines. You want to get music nerd on it. Well, um whatever it is it, it's it's good to dance to and it's good and it it has fun but it also is a vehicle for you to to, to uh, put forth some uh, some pretty powerful some pretty powerful stuff uh is is that what 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 you actually actually set out to do is to create kind of this happy danceable music that's got secret power buried inside of it <laughs> secret power oh yeah um you know, you, when you play out a lot, I, we gig, all of us gig regularly, and you, you, over the years, you do figure out what people want to hear live and what they want to hear and what makes people move and what makes people's eyes light up. And um, music's supposed to do that. I, I want the music to connect with people and to make people feel something. And I don't want to pound my agenda into people's heads. I want people to hear a little bit of it and then add to it you know i want the collaboration between the band members but also collaboration between the band and the audience and all great great performers of all time do this and um yeah so if it's danceable sometimes you know definitely that's a major aspect of letting go and feeling uh, like you're, you're having a moment in your life that you'll never forget well, I can I, I can say that uh, is is something that you create pretty well. Um, Otto in Seattle wants to know. Okay, what's what's the tour schedule, guys? Uh, we love Seattle. We we just played the Triple Door uh, a month or so ago in downtown Seattle, which is a cool tour because 
one night we played kind of a rock and roll coffee house. The next night we played a really cool punk club in Bremerton, Washington. And there were five bands on that bill, and, and we're not a punk band, but they kind of categorized us as uh, gypsy folk punk, I guess, and that worked well. And then we played a jazz club in Seattle after that. So we're hoping to go back up to the Northwest sometime in the spring. We're doing uh, Southern California in early February, and we're going to South by Southwest in March. So sometime in between those two, we're going back north. I'm okay. from Seattle, so I can't wait to go home and play Okay, um, and Sally Sally in Austin has, says the same thing about Texas. He says, you guys ought to come down to Austin. We have lots of great places for you here. Oh, you tell her to watch out on our Facebook and our website. We will be in Austin for South By. And we've got a couple of parties and showcases set up, and we'll be playing on the street the rest of the time. So have her come say hello. We'd love to, love to see her. Which uh, brings up an interesting question. Uh, where do people go to get the album? The album is available on iTunes and Amazon, and it's being played on Spotify, um, our website. This is a totally homespun deal. We've done everything. We did the graphics on the CD. You know, this is completely homespun. No one's paying for any of this but us out of our own pocket. And so the website is almost complete, and soon we'll, we'll be able to sell the record off the website as well. Oh, but but you can't now. Not right now. You okay. go to iTunes and you can go to Amazon. That's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll uh, keep that in mind. So there's a possibility of seeing you in Los Angeles. There's a possibility of seeing you, and you just were in Seattle, and you would love to go to Austin. You know, it occurs to me that that you might want to also go to New Orleans. <laughs> we were having that discussion this morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll be there. We'll get there. Okay, all right. Well, um, I'm sure that you'll have either lots of fans there or also lots of people who've got suggestions for you, too. Um, time flies when we're having fun, and the uh, the clock is saying that we're, we're, we're having a lot of fun, but uh, I wanted to play another song from your album, um, and this is uh, one which you really should listen to, is Pocket Full of Dreams. So you are the man with the pocket full of dreams. That's right. <clears throat> well, they seem they seem to be working. They seem to be working. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, the the entire album. Well, tell us a little bit about the rest of the album because we don't have time to play any more cuts from it. Well, the other songs are good. I like all the songs on this record. There's a couple of instrumentals. Uh, 
uh, we did a piece, uh, a Django Reinhardt um, a ballad called Si Tu Save, and then I did this uh, uh, Macedonian uh, Balkan tune, and uh, I played those on banjo. And we do this a lot live. We do a lot of instrumentals, so we included those on the record. Um, and for people who are into that kind of a flavor, it doesn't go against what we do normally on the record, but it's just part of us. Okay. Um, well, it's it, it, it's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing you all in person. And uh, once again, you're you're working on dates now in uh, December in Los Angeles uh, in two weeks. And uh, you hope to be uh, in other parts of the country uh, next year. People should go to your website to find out. Once again, why don't you tell them where your website is? Website is uh, junkparlor.com, P-A-R-L-O-R, junkparlor. And uh, we're on Facebook. We post everything on Facebook and on our website in terms of tour dates. We're coming to L.A. in February. We're going to Texas in March. And we'll be going to uh, Seattle probably right after that. It's not between. So, uh, yeah, we're, you check us out online. Keep an eye on us, and we'll tell you where to go. And we will be happy to shake your hand and give you a kiss and, and all that stuff. <laughs> all right. And, oh, we have, we, have, we have about 30 seconds left, and we've got five people here who want to know, where did the name Junk Parlor come from? <laughs> the Junk Parlor is the description of my old bedroom. That's as deep as it gets. Okay, all right. There you go. <laughs> junk Parlor. The album is Wild Tones by Junk Parlor, and you can get it on their website. They're going to be touring the country. Check their website for tours. We now are out of time. Jason and RT, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Uh, thanks thanks for having us. Thank you. You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan on. You've been listening to Patrick O'Heffernan on Music Friday. On the Blog Talk Radio Network and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and get real time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com and we'll invite them on the show. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday and just go to the archive section and be here next Friday. Next Friday, Toby Lightman returns bringing her new project with us to Music Friday. You won't want to miss this. Good night, everyone, and have a great musical weekend. <laughs>